Hi, Mountaineers. Welcome back to Read Talk. I'm your host, Whitney Godwin. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Maura Flynn. Hi, Whitney. I'm excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking about what it takes to make it in the biggest media market in the country. Yeah, Mara, so many Mountaineers come to campus with aspirations of working in New York City, and quite a few have made that dream come true. And while we know it's not easy, it's definitely attainable. And today we're joined by our Director of Careers and Services, Mr. Eric Miner, who chose our guest for today, and I know he's excited to get started. Hi, Eric. How are you today? Uh, Obviously, I got to suggest the guest this time, and and I'm really excited (laughs) to hear from Rebecca. Yeah, absolutely. I've been reading a little bit of her bio, and I'm really excited to, to hear what she has to say. So um, speaking of, um, today we have with us Rebecca Clato. She is a 2015 graduate who immediately went to work in New York and who currently works at Saatchi & Saatchi as an account supervisor. Uh, Rebecca, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. I know that you're really busy and your time is really appreciated. Of course. So, Rebecca, we've got a, a lot of underclassmen and future Mountaineers that are are listening to our to the podcast um, who may not fully understand what it means to work in accounts in advertising. So can you tell us a little bit about what your role in the process is? Yeah, account in advertising, especially in the advertising advertising agency world, it's a very interesting and busy role. Um, I like to always do this kind of analogy where accounts kind of like the body of the spider. So we are like the center of each account of each client at an agency. So we are we are the one that connects all the different functions throughout the agency. If it's the, the direct relation with the client, um, talking with pro- uh, project managers to get all of our briefs that are coming in organized. Um, direct connect with the creatives where we really dive into the creative process with their creative teams. That's from briefing them to, you know, evaluating creative work and getting it ready for clients. Um, And this goes with working with strategists to make sure we're working off of like real human insights or real strong strategy to drive our clients' work. Um, And that goes to all the way to production as well, where we work closely with our producers and our creatives to really produce uh, those commercials that you see on TV or those billboards that you see in Times Square or whatever. Um, And so we're kind of the center point where we oversee everything. We make sure everyone's connected and we're really that body of a spider uh, while all the other departments are the legs. Yeah, and that that's a lot of moving parts, as you mentioned. And and so I'm curious, uh, did you know that you wanted to work in advertising when you graduated high school? And um, what maybe why did that major appeal to you? Did you ever see yourself, you know, ending up in New York City doing what you're doing? It's funny, funny question, because when I came to West Virginia University, I was actually an engineering student. Um. <laughs> And my orientation uh, at WVU during the summer of 2011, I sat in the media orientation because that's what I wanted to do. And my dad sat in the engineering orientation texting me, get over (laughs) here. We're talking to an advisor. We're changing your schedule. You're going into engineering. So I did that for about basically two years at WVU, my first two years. Um, it was awful. And I was like, no, dad, I'm putting my foot down. I'm going to advertising. Cause I remember I was 10 years old, st- standing in Times Square on a way to a ski trip, seeing all the billboards and saying like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I knew I always want to be in advertising. And 
doing a lot of research, having talks with Eric Miner, I did a lot of just Google searches and I found advertising agencies and I knew like I want to work at an agency. I always wanted to go to New York and I, I really didn't apply for jobs in New York though. I, I was really lucky when I found my job at McCann Erickson in New York because um, I feel like it was my calling and it's where I want it to be. Rebecca, I remember you being very, very driven as a student and being involved with student organizations. You were in the ad club, right? Correct. Yeah, so, so how important was being involved in the student organization for you? Um, and, and uh, you know, a lot of students are kind of averse to it because they think, gosh, I just don't have the time. Um, was it worth the extra time for you to be involved in those student orgs when you were uh, a student joining us? Yeah, and it was a really interesting time for the ad club because it was a let's bring it back. We haven't had it for a while. Let's start from scratch. And and so it was definitely a challenge, but it's something that I took with me when I came into the real world. Um, it's something I took with me when I went to all of my interviews. It was always one of the first things I talked about every time I interviewed with anyone. And I still actually mention it every so often, and it's still on my resume to this day. Um, it was worth the time. And when you were someone like me who just loved advertising and wanted to get started immediately, I, I loved it. And I never would go back and not do it. If anything, I'm always a little... I have a little bit of uh, where I kick myself now for not being a part of like Martin Hall agency. Um, every person who I've hired and worked under me or did a summer internship with me, they've always been a part of their, uh, their student ran, run agency. And I'm always like, oh, I wasn't a part of mine for some reason. Mm -hmm. And so I actually regret that I wasn't more involved at this point. Well, if students are listening to this and they have an interest in being involved in Martin Hall agency, give uh, me or Whitney a call and we'll tell you how to get how to get involved. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. so, so you you came to this kind of midway through your ac overall academic career, um, but you certainly dove right in and were, and were very passionate about it from the moment that you walked into Martin Hall. Uh, what advice do you have for students that are coming in uh, and studying advertising and PR right now, kind of just discovering it? Um, and is there anything uh, besides Martin Hall agency that you, that you just mentioned, anything you wish you had done sooner when you were an undergrad? I was super excited to just jump in and build real relationships with who I was with. And that's where I became super close with uh, Gia Pressgrove. And I really like went under her wing, I would say, and just let myself like take advertising 215 and just absorb everything. And I think that class was a very intro class, but I think it set me up for the rest of my years. Um, so I say go online, do some research, watch ads like don't buy the Hulu subscription without ads. Like watch the ads if you're in advertising. Um, PR, if you're in PR, I, I think the best thing everyone can do right now is just to see what's going on in the real world, even though you're still in college, like see what's going on, especially PR right now with COVID-19. You can learn so much um, and it's going to be hard moving forward, but there's so many like learning opportunities going on right now that we can all take advantage of. You know, you're, you, you seem and set me straight if I'm making a bad assumption here, but one of the pieces of pieces of advice I always give to students as they're coming in is to just fully geek out over, over advertising and PR or journalism or whatever it is that you're studying. Um, I would imagine that a lot of the students that go into the engineering field kind of, uh, well, I, I can say this for sure that my, my son wants to go to, to engineering school and it's all he ever talks about. Um, but I, uh, you know, I think, 
it's it's something that maybe we don't see students doing right off the bat is that they don't fully immerse themselves in the major um, until they get maybe into a deeper class or something. And I, and I think that 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 joy of it, uh, you know, that I hear you talk about it, just you know, just enjoy it and and, and nerd out over over the, the field. And that's a great way to be. I think it's probably a source of energy for students that that get kind of tired <laughs> when they're when they're students to to just really love it and immerse themselves in it. Yeah, and geeking out, that, that means you're actually passionate. And it means, I know it's cliche, but it means you're going to find the job or the field where it feels like you don't work a day because you love your job so much. Um, and being in the media college, it's hard because you have to decide, do you want to do PR emphasis or do you want to do the advertising emphasis? At least that's how it was when I was there. And guess what? Which one do you want to geek out on? Do you geek out over the more PR focused stuff or do you geek out on the advertising stuff? That's kind of how to make that gut check because you want to be passionate and love everything that you do. Yeah, I think that's a great point. It still is that way. You still do have to choose. And I think sometimes we do see students um, struggle to choose between the two. And so I think that's a that's a really great piece of advice. Um, I know that we we see a ton of students who who like you just aspire to, you know, work in New York. Um, was that always your goal once you got in the media college? I know you talked about, you know, standing in Times Square and seeing um, all of the advertisements. Did you always have that in the back of your mind as a goal or were you kind of thinking about something else beforehand? So I always had the dream of living in New York. I've always had the love for New York City growing up. And I grew up in the city. I grew up in Baltimore City. And so I always knew I wanted to be in the city. But I was a I was very realistic, I would say, when I was doing the job hunt. Um, I applied to an agency in Pittsburgh. I applied in Baltimore, in D.C. Um, but something that I did is I knew I wanted to be in an agency. And that I think that's where mm-hmm. I like committed myself was an agency, not a city, because I knew what was most important is finding a job first rather than the location. And I think that's kind of the way I took it rather than just saying, okay, New York's my only shot. Since you did, you know, you were able to do that, uh, just kind of break into New York um, right away. How did you break into that market? And do you have advice for students um, that are, are really wanting to just break into that market first? Yeah, so... It's, it's fine. This is one of Gia Presco's favorite stories. Um, so <laughs> what I did uh, my last semester is I was always throughout different classes in the media school. People always talked about, don't just do your resume, go big, like do something different that no one else is doing in the world. And so I actually, I took the Starbucks logo, put it in Photoshop and I made it look like me. And then I <laughs> bought like empty coffee cups and I, Glued on the face, I like the ingredients on the side. I was like educated, like uh, experience, and I checked them off. And so I made this personalized coffee cup that kind of like was like a mini resume. I then printed on my resume, and then I went into LinkedIn and I just found agencies in Baltimore, um, in New York. Found the head of account management, wrote their name on the envelope, and just knocked on the agency's doors in both cities and said, "Hi, my name is Rekha. Can you give this to so and so? Or can I speak with?" Uh, the VP of account management. And, and it was great. I mean, I blew agencies away, like the faces and the reactions I got. And specifically in Baltimore, I actually got to sit down with a lot of CEOs. Like they like took me in a room, like, you know what, let's chat. And it's the where I landed my first job 
was actually the last agency on the list in New York. And I looked at my mom, I was like, you know what? No, like, that's like the dream job. That's like the Nikes, the Apples, like, they're not like, I'm not gonna get a job there. And then that's where I ended up. So I, my, my advice to everyone is like, go out, like do something unique, make yourself stand apart. It doesn't matter. Like your resume matters. The way you design it matters, but everyone has a resume. Everyone does a little bit different thing with their design. Like you need to do something extra on top of it um, in this market. Yeah. And I think that's that is, so it's, awesome. It's, it's I'm sorry, terrific, Eric. That's it's just a terrific. A like I'm, I'm sitting here with goosebumps thinking first of, all, <laughs> of young Rebecca in Times Square being inspired to be an advertiser and then going back to those same streets and, and knocking on doors with, with your uh, unique marketing strategy in hand. But I think that's, that, that's a great illustration of what, uh, so many of us are, are trying to get across to students that are that are marketing themselves is that you're you you have to approach it like you're doing a campaign for yourself and you're the product and and you're selling you're selling uh, you know a unique uh, solution to problems and and it doesn't hurt to be a little bold in that step. Um, well, you mentioned LinkedIn, and so this is the part where we always I feel I feel like we're laying a trap for our guests, but. Um, I'm interested in con in making contact with you, and I'm always preaching the gospel of LinkedIn. Um, would you be open to that? And what would be the best way for students to talk to you if they had questions about New York or agency life or getting involved as, a, as an undergraduate student? Of course, everyone can connect with me on LinkedIn. I mean, already a lot of students around West Virginia, I always get like random connects. I'm like, oh, alumni, I guess so. So approve. <laughs> so yes, everyone can reach out, connect with me via LinkedIn. Um, I'm not sure if my email is connected to my LinkedIn profile. I'm not really sure how that works, but feel free to direct message me through LinkedIn or even email my Gmail account directly. It's just RebeccaClato at gmail.com. Um, I'm always here to talk. I like want to mentor. I Especially if you're looking in the advertising agency world, it's such a unique thing. I get why like the college can't do real in-depth learning about the agency world. And so I'm here to try to help and bring you into the agency world. I can't promise you a job, but I can promise you some advice. So that's the best I can do. And I'm here. That's plenty. <laughs> advice is, is most welcome and, <laughs> and anything that helps kind of demystify it for, for students that maybe are a little confused or scared uh, about what to do. It, it means the world for them to have, you know, a friend in the business. So pandemic or not, um, do you have any uh, just general advice um, for a student who is about to graduate and is thinking about advertising, whether that be at an agency, whether that be directly with a company, whether that be large city, small town, um, any advice that you would give them? Okay, so I feel like this is a two-part question. Non-COVID world, because I know this is going to change everything, but go mm -hmm. out, get an internship. And I'm not talking about a big internship at Saatchi and Saatchi, even though it is possible. Even the smallest internships. I didn't have a big internship. I, I was a marketing manager at the domain up by Walmart. Like, I just took advantage of anything that I could do. So get an internship and get that on your resume, because it is the first thing I look for in a resume now um, for someone at an entry-level position. Um and it doesn't need, like I said, again, doesn't need to be with a big company, anything that just shows that you went out. Um, and then like what we just talked about before, get creative and just put yourself out there and be bold. People see that um, and they they reward that. For this COVID world, a very interesting world. And I just have to be honest that I don't know how things are going to change. It's pretty upsetting 
that internship programs are getting canceled for the summer left and right. Um, it's very discouraging. Um, even being in the real world and at having a job, it's like, okay, well, what's my future with my job? So I think it's hard, but I guess be patient, you know? And that's all I can say without that right now. Yeah, that's the exact advice we're, we're giving to students as well. It's hard. It's it's mm -hmm. it's easy advice to dispense and maybe hard for them to take. But I think um, I think it's it gives them some comfort to know that everyone is in the same position. Uh, yeah. And it should that, that we're all kind of trying to figure things out. And yes, while it certainly is traumatic to have an internship offer rescinded due to this, um, it's through nothing that they did. Um, and it's uh, and it's. The, the part the, the the language I'm trying to use is control control what you can control um, yep. at this point and and so there's and there's lots of action they control part of which is connecting with an alumnus like you yeah yeah awesome well Rebecca we really appreciate your time today um, it was really great to to hear from you and to hear your insights and all of the things that you're doing and just kind of watching your dream come true, which has been cool for us. So thank you. Of course. You. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. And again, I'm, I'm always here to talk with anyone just to say hi or give any advice and help. We really appreciate that. Of thank you. Eric, um, just a, a follow-up to everything Rebecca has said. Do you have any advice or insights on what students can be doing now or what you say to students who are looking to work in a big city? I, I always feel like it, like, I, like I get a cheat sheet when I get to answer this question after talking to an alumnus because they always have the best answers. Um, I, I think exactly what um, the, the, the example I think that I, that I can pull out of Rebecca's uh, conversation that is the most impactful to me is that these little opportunities, like she mentioned working uh, at the domain, things that seem like they're very small um, are important first steps. And while it may be hard to kind of visualize where they go after that, look at a story like Rebecca's and see somebody that um, took advantage of uh, what seemed like a quote unquote small internship um, and really you know, built a career off of that. Um, it's, it, it is about taking those little kind of sequential steps up the ladder. And while it may seem a little less than glamorous at the beginning, um, it's the key toward getting yourself competitively high level experiences. Um, and so I, I just, I'm, I'm so grateful to hear her say that because I know that that kind of is difficult to balance with school. Um, I know that internships can cut into your free time, um, but here's proof of somebody that made that investment very early um, and is reaping rewards from it. So that would be my that would be my big takeaway from that conversation. Awesome. Well, you guys can always connect with Eric or Rebecca or I on LinkedIn. Uh, we are more than happy to help. A huge thank you to both of you guys for spending time with us today. That's all we have for this week and stay tuned for next time.